You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, I'm Mary Hildebrandt, and this is Tekken 2 with Wired. NASA wants to send nuclear rockets to the moon and Mars. NASA is revisiting an idea that first got hot in the 60s, nuclear propulsion. A nuclear rocket engine would be twice as efficient as the chemical engines powering rockets today, but space travel is dangerous enough without having to worry about a nuclear meltdown. NASA increasingly believes the risks are worth the reward. You can do chemical propulsion to Mars, but it's really hard, says nuclear propulsion expert Bill Emmerich. Going further than the moon is much better with nuclear propulsion. But couldn't a nuclear explosion on a launch pad be a Chernobyl-level disaster? Don't worry, a regular chemically propelled rocket will hoist the craft into orbit. The nuclear engine wouldn't fire until it got into space. Unfixable iOS device exploit is the latest Apple security upheaval. For years, jailbreaking the iPhone or breaking down Apple's security to allow the device to run any software has been a rare and challenging feat. Today, a security researcher showed it's possible to jailbreak almost every single iOS device released between 2011 and 2017, including most models of iPad, Apple Watch, iPod Touch, and Apple TV. How bad is this for Apple? This is probably the biggest thing to cross most iOS security researchers' desk in their entire careers to date, says Thomas Reed, a Mac and mobile malware research specialist. And now, for today's fast fact, 400. That's how many U.S. police departments are working with the Amazon-owned company Ring, which makes camera-equipped doorbells for your home. After they've promoted Ring's devices and apps, cops can ask citizens for footage from their cameras that may be connected to a crime, even without a warrant. Want more news you can use? Sign up for the Tekken 2 newsletter at wired.com slash tt. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.